Welcome back to the WREM Morning Show. Speaking of your Monmouth McDonald's, it's time for our Monmouth McDonald's Coach's Corner. And since it's Friday morning, we are speaking with Monmouth Roseville Titan boys basketball coach, Mr. Jake Sotos. Coach, how are you doing this morning? I'm good, man. Just saw you a couple hours ago, it feels like. <laughs> it really does <laughs> feel like it, man. That night went really quick after uh, the late night start last night at the Macomb Western Holiday Tournament. At least it started, I think it started, what, 10, 15 minutes early? So we had that yeah. going for us. That was that. That was great. I hope that happens again tonight. <laughs> before uh, before I got into radio, of course, I was going to the Macomb Western Holiday Tournament for gosh the last several several years, and I was there for the first day. And the eight o'clock game went to double overtime. I think Lewistown was oh. a part of that one. And the the last game didn't start till I don't know what time it started, but I was oh, no. I was praying that it was not going to happen last <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, it was it was it's fun. It's just yeah, it's late, man. But it is what it is. Right. It's basketball. I mean, I, yep, exactly. I'm probably going to be up at home watching basketball anyway. So might as well be in the yeah. gymnasium. <laughs> might as well be a part of it, right? Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> what a what a fun game it was, too, as we got our tournament started with a 43-36 to one over Lionel West. But, man, it was not easy, was it? No, it wasn't. It just came out a little slow. And, uh, um, you know, like like we talked about a little bit last night, it could have been a little bit of nerves and um it took the guys a little bit to get going, but, you know, when they did in that second half, things started, you know, shots started falling, and we started picking up our mojo a little bit. So hopefully we can ride that momentum into tonight. Yeah, we. I hadn't seen – I personally hadn't seen Lionel West for a couple of years. I don't think they. I don't think we played him for a couple of years, and I'd forgotten how good their point guard was, Colby Robertson. I had people telling me, oh, he's really good. And I couldn't really remember him too much until I saw him on the floor last night as a senior. Uh, man, he was he was really good. He was really good in that first half. He was, yeah, and then I mean, even after the game, I grabbed him and said, "Man, you're you're a fun ball player to watch, and I enjoy watching you." And he's just a good kid, you know. He's a golfer, so I've known him from from oh, okay. golf coach, you know, from coaching golf and seeing him at tournaments all over. So he's a very good athlete, and uh, yeah, he just he, he got him rolling last night. And um, that second half, we just had to keep him contained, and um, he he got into a little foul trouble, which helped and uh, kind of helped us get over the top there. Yeah, I. I've seen he only averaged like 12 and a half points. And normally when you get somebody with that kind of buzz, he's, you know, right around 20 points, 15 to 20 points. But I saw last night the damage he can do. He leads them in about every stat category, especially assists, because he was driving. If he wasn't scoring, he was dishing. And yeah. and just creating a whole bunch of problems there in that first half. Yes, he was. And he, like, like I said, he, he sees passes that sometimes our defense, I don't even think, saw last night. Just throwing no looks. And just a very good point guard. And uh, like I said, I thought Jake – Steele and Andy Myers and Peyton did a good good job on him in the second half, just kind of controlling him and um, just did what we had to do to to get the win last night. Every every sport, every game has has its role of adjustments. That's what the coaches do. That's why you guys make the millions of dollars that you do is the adjustments <laughs> the adjustments that you make. But I don't think it was. I don't think there's been a game that I've seen in a while that had so many adjustments. During the game, halftime, uh, timeouts. I mean, the whole game was just one big adjustment. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, we we came out and started in that two-three zone, and um, just because he was eating us alive with that man-to-man, so and we got into that zone, and I think it just slowed him down a little bit. Um, you know, and even that two-two-one press that we have just did that to slow him down. So it was just uh, one of those things where you got you just take it game by game and see who your opponent is and try and figure out what they're not good at and uh, what they are good at and take away their their strengths. And I thought um, we did a good job of that last night in the second half. 
Yeah, uh, Reed Kelso, who was on the broadcast with me last night, we were talking. You had the two-two-one press uh, put on last night, and, and with the shot clock being involved in the tournament this year, and, and I'll, I'll get your take on what the kids thought about the shot clock. I'm sure they talked about it a little bit afterwards. But um, you put that full court press on, so with the shot clock, by the time they got it across half court, it was only like 25 seconds left in the shot clock, which which slowed yeah. them down and cut 10 seconds off the shot clock. Yeah, yep, exactly. And every time, you know, when they were getting it across, I mean, there were a couple of times we almost got a couple 10-second violations. And yeah. The way they were kind of walking it up and just taking their time. But, um, yeah, that, that, that was the plan. It was just slowing down a little bit. And uh, I think it worked in the second half, especially when we went back to that 2-3 two, two, zone and kind of kept them out of the lane. So um, it's tough to hit shots at Western. Yeah. I mean, those kids aren't used to those backgrounds. And um, so, you know, it might – might see a lot of zone throughout this tournament and uh, other tournaments around with the shot clocks. Yeah, it's it's a uh, completely for the folks that have never been to the tournaments. It's at Western Illinois University at Western Hall. It's on a college floor with it just a all the the basket looks like it's out in the middle of the ocean because there's no wall <laughs> behind it or anything. Very tough to shoot at. Um, and it, historically, teams don't shoot well there, especially in the first round. Looking through the scores, and I watched a lot of games on their on their online uh, feed. And just a lot of ugly basketball in that first round, and that's kind of the way it is. Yeah, yep, it is. And with the shot clock being new to everyone, um, you know, it's just one of those things that it's a big difference. You can't just sit out and hold the ball. You actually have to, you know, go attack the rim and, and make a play, and you only have 35 seconds to do it, or actually, you know, 27, 26 seconds to do it. So once you get across half court. So, yeah, it's just uh, one of those things you got to adjust with. And like I said, I, I like the shot clock. I thought the guys um, – we didn't get any shot clock violations. I told them I don't think we'd have any problems getting shots up in 35 seconds, and they agreed with me. So, because um, we like to we like to get, get shots up quick, so um, it, it's kind of an advantage to us, I'd say, um, than to teams who like to slow it down and you know run the methodical offense and pick and rolls. And so, yeah, I, I, I like it, and um, they do it all over the U.S. in high school. So it's just one of those things I think Illinois is a little bit behind on. But I think as you know, this tournament goes, and some other tournaments that have shot clocks, it's gonna it's gonna change here in the next couple of years. Yeah, I think for sure, it's definitely it's just a matter of time, and probably sooner, probably sooner than later. What what do the guys think of it after the game once they got to play with it once? Yeah, I I, I don't really think they even noticed it, um, just because we didn't really have any close violations or yeah. anything to shot clock violations. So it was just um, one of those things where. We got a couple of plays where if it gets under, you know, eight, nine seconds, we can we can call. But I liked our, our, our mojo last night. We were getting good shots up. So um, we just kind of went with it and didn't have to call those plays. So, um, But, you know, it's coming. I, I know it's yeah. coming tonight. It's going to be a tough one. So uh, we got, you know, a couple more games left. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Camp Point Central tonight. They got uh, they got a win over Southeastern, forty-seven to thirty-six. Struggled a little more than I thought they would with Southeastern. I uh, uh, got a chance to see them a little bit. I hadn't seen them yet this year. I know you you were uh, glued into it. What'd you see out of Camp Point Central? Yep, they're they're very physical. Always have been. Well coached, um, and it's just going to be one of those games where we're, we're going to have to be ready to go. They're the number one seed in the tournament, and uh, they're undefeated. So um, you know we we have a. Um, a lot to prove tonight, and if we can we can come out and play well um, and get get the win, then we'll, we'll hopefully we'll open some eyes and use that momentum to you know go win it. 
it's, it's another team that's not on our schedule anymore at Camp Point Central. Like he said last night, I don't miss the drive down to Camp Point Central. <laughs> I'm not sure there's anything but a back road or a gravel road that leads to the Camp Point for sure. So I don't miss the drive. But I do miss kind of the uh, the atmosphere of that one because it, it got a little chippy. It was a pretty good yep. battle there for a while. It was, and I, and I expect the same thing tonight. We're going to have a little shoot around today and talk to the guys and tell them it's going to be chippy. They're going to, you know, it's going to be physical. So you get your mind right now. And uh, it it is, it's a good rivalry. It's a, it's a very competitive game when we play them. So uh, looking forward to the challenge. All right, my man, we'll see you tonight at 930 for the uh, quarterfinal matchup with Camp Point Central. Good luck. All right. Yep. Thanks, Tim. You bet. That's Monmouth Rosa Titan boys basketball coach Jake Sotos on our Monmouth McDonald's Coach's Corner. We'll have the Titans on Sunday 97.7 WMOI tonight taking on the Camp Point Central Panthers top seeded in 9-0. 9.30 is the scheduled tip-off, so our pregame show will hit the air at 9.15. We'll also have the preceding game on the air as well. The Having the name on Tornadoes got a win over Pittsfield yesterday, a seeded Pittsfield. 42-34. to 34. They'll take on Macomb. That'd be a good little ball game there at 8 o'clock. We'll have both of those on Sunday 97.7 WMOI.